0: I feel like we've done this before. I feel like we've done this before. before. Reboot from Asteroid G. You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is...
1: Josh, the Jolliest of the Reindeer. Schaefer. (laughs) And...
2: Elf on the Shelf, Queen Bee. Oh, (laughs) Really. (laughs) Oh... (laughs)
0: my podcast. <laughs> so as you can probably tell from our introduction right there, we are covering holiday movies. We did actually holiday movies last year, but we are going to do them this year by rebooting a few of our favorites. And I know already Queen Bee has picked one out that she wants to do, but let's go over the rules of this. Because before we got into the podcast, we are already trying to decide what counts and what doesn't and whether or not there are certain holidays... Any winter holiday will count for this reboot. Doesn't have to be any specific religion. Although, let's be honest, most of the time, it's Christmas movies that are created. Because there aren't very many good Jewish Hanukkah movies. Adam Sandler's her- horrendous Eight Crazy Nights being the one thing I can think of. But yeah, I mean, there's there are plenty of holiday movies that can be considered holiday movies i guess home alone for example set around christmas time very little that's actually christmassy about it though
2: yeah i would never reboot home alone because they tried once and it was still terrible yeah they, they
0: did like three sequels to that movie and they were all the same movie like you put a kid in a house and give him traps to do and then he's done that's pretty much it the closest uh they got to a reboot was an uh off brand slasher flick where a kid traps a bunch of people in the house and uses Hobolone traps on them, slowly murdering them. That was better watch out.
2: <laughs> uh, I so, didn't see that one, so, but so now we oh, got you. the
0: reboot we needed. Yeah, I mean, that's that's good <laughs> enough, but yeah, in that vein, you could take a movie and you can twist it. Uh, you could take a Christian, Christian Christmas movie and make it into like Jewish or Kwanzaa or something. Give me your best. Holiday reboots.
2: Okay. Well, as you said, I i already have chosen White Christmas. I watch this movie every year, and not because it has a bunch of white people in it. So don't get me wrong. Yeah, there's a lot of white people in it because, you know, um Bing Crosby, Danny Kay, Vera Ellen, and uh George Clooney's aunt, whatever her name is. Um George Rosemary Clooney. Clooney. There we go. George Clooney Clooney. Yeah, George yeah. Clooney's aunt. Just,
0: yeah. um, in the credits, George Clooney's aunt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um but you know i like bringing color in and it's called white christmas because if <laughs> spoiler alert if you have never seen the movie it's, it's because people. they go to no it's because they go to vermont which is supposed to have snow there's any there's a titular song by irving Berlin about snow called snow um, and they get right. to Vermont where it's supposed to be the winter Wonderland and there's no snow. And so basically they it's it's a it's a movie about uh, actors and actresses who were doing Broadway shows back in the 1940s and they basically um, have time off and they're gonna bring their show to this uh, Vermont Wonderland w- with no snow so they can practice their show and basically, the backup story to this is uh, Bing Crosby, Danny Kaye, end up meeting up with their general who owns the inn that they're doing their show at. So they want to try to help this guy who can't get back into the military because he's too old. Um, you know, it's it's just a feel-good movie. So if I were to redo this, a lot of the people I would have redone this with happen to be um, the cast from Glee. Uh, unfortunately cast from Glee keeps dying off. So I'm not entirely sure if that's a wise idea this or sounds not. It's like a horror
0: movie now. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. But um there are some people I would bring in, m- maybe take some members from um Rachel Bloom's cast from Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Uh-huh. Um and 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 you know, utilize people of not only different color but different sizes. And, you know, kind of make it a, a feel good movie based on the fact that we live in a real world now and that not everybody is a size two and not everybody can tap dance in Florida. And, you know, just kind of there are talented people out there that you could bring in for this. Uh, maybe the woman who sings um, in The Greatest Showman, uh, she sings one of the titular songs Um she's the the bearded lady in that movie. She would be a great one. Zendaya, bring her in to do uh, a main character. Um I think you could even bring in Tom Holland as the Danny Kay character because yes, he's white, but he also can tap dance. So, I'm all for that. I think I think bringing in younger people and kind of making it not show people trying to help out a general, but maybe um they end up here as a mistake of their booking appointment or something like that. And um, you still you utilize the Irving Berlin songs, maybe tweak them a bit to make them a little bit more his, um, now, and maybe even throw in a couple of uh, Hanukkah songs or solstice songs or um, that type of genre. Because this was actually, ba- White Christmas is based off uh, the original movie, which is called Holiday Inn. And it has a lot of songs from holidays throughout the year. You could actually mix it up and probably bring in some Irving Berlin songs that aren't necessarily all about Christmas. So that's what I would do with it if I were to reboot something of this
0: I don't know. You, you, you said they all showed up, but they weren't there because they were in show business. And I'm like, why are they there? Is there a mystery about why they're there? <laughs> Is, do, do they even know? Did they just like wake up one day and forget how they even got there? David Lynch's I mean, white. And you have
2: you could do I mean you have so many possibilities. You could do this like a pitch perfect uh number four and have them do co- some kind of holiday thing with the pitch perfect team. Didn't we say all uh, we
0: needed to with the first movie? Must we go to a fourth one?
2: I love the pitch perfect movies, so <laughs> there. I'm sticking my tongue out at you. <laughs>
0: okay. Josh.
1: I'm actually I actually have two. Okay. I don't know which one okay. I would
2: Is one of them Die Hard? Because I have a reboot for that one, too.
1: No, it's not. I I was thinking about Die Hard, but I feel like that's been overdone. So I try to think of more abstract things, you know? Like, my personal favorite Christmas movie is... uh, Jingle All the Way. No, that's actually the one I was going to reboot first. Okay. Nice, you go. But It's a Wonderful Life is my favorite, and I couldn't think of a good way to uh, reboot that without it just trouncing on the original. So, and I feel like it's been so overdone in pop culture that it's not even worth remaking.
0: I was just going to do, like, for that one, Todd McFarlane's, where the guy, like, actually dies and relives his life in hell and is spawned. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's a feel-good Christmas movie. Anyway, so what's the other... What do you got for Jingle All The Way?
1: So... I, I like Jingle all the way. I mean, it was made for my specific demographic. Very
0: thin generation right there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it has uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad starring as a, I don't know, I don't want to call it an odd couple trope, but it kind of is. Uh-huh. I think it could be easily remade with uh, something like, uh, I don't know, Peter Dinklage and Tom Cruise.
2: So. <laughs> I, and Tom Cruise would never do it because he's a Scientologist, and I don't think he does Christmas movies. Um, but you could do it with Peter Dinklage and our our favorite black actor, Idris Elba.
1: Ooh, I would watch that too. I just want to hear him say "It's turbo time" on repeat.
2: <laughs> you know, I, an English accent. I see. Yeah. I see what you're doing
0: with them, but I feel like you flip it around. I mean, yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger having Peter Dinklage fill in for him is amusing enough, but I think you put the 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 Sinbad character as Peter Dinklage, and immediately the second you're caught talking about recasting the movie. I thought Queen Latifah. I do not know why, but no, Queen Latifah I'm in place of anything. Arnold Schwarzenegger. She
1: anything. I miss seeing her. Now she's just in stupid makeup commercials. I know, so. right?
0: Just put her in as the Arnold Schwarzenegger in this movie. I think that would be great. Yeah. Plus, then you have, like, a, a mother-son connection from her trying to get the toy for her kid. I think it works.
1: Yeah. yeah, I like And she can have, like, that necessary sass that Arnold didn't really have. Yeah. you know,
0: And acting talent.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah,
2: and you know, yeah, I, but, I I believe that there's a theme when you're doing reboots. There, Josh, it seems to always be Peter Dinklage and Tom Cruise and yeah. and Ed Our two
1: fans demand that I. <laughs> <Dinklage. laughs> okay, they get shoehorned into everything. But wait for my second one, which okay. is Santa Claus Conquers the Martians.
0: Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> that's so painful. Okay, what do you got for it?
1: Every Martian is going to be played by Peter Dinklage. <laughs> is that <laughs>
0: kind of in the, uh, the Deep Roy, Willy Wonka kind
1: of thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wait, but, not, but not Tom
2: Cruise? Oh,
1: no, Tom Cruise is Santa Claus.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Although again, just... I like the idea of Idris Elba as Santa Claus for that particular. Oh, one.
1: me too. I yeah.
0: do too. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Since that's our yeah. running gag, we're you know for season four of this show, we're really going to need new running gags. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't worry, I have I have some actors. I'm going to switch it up to. So, well,
2: yeah, find better actors than Peter Dinklage and Idris Elba, and then you can have your a new I'd gag.
1: Anybody to find better actors than, than Idris Elba and Peter Dinklage. <laughs>
0: Tom Holland.
2: Oh yeah, you could put Tom Holland in. I I'd, yeah. I'd accept that. Yeah, I Adam mean, Driver's I... not bad, too. I I like Adam Driver.
1: <laughs> oh, you too.
2: Yeah, actually, that's a good also
1: one. as an aside, Adam Driver on last week tonight was fantastic. Yes. And if you guys haven't seen it, I highly recommend that you do. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Have. So did you have any plot changes you were gonna do for Santa Claus versus the Martians, or was it just I, same? Story? I tried to.
1: I tried to watch it again, and I it's don't so know what the plot really was. Um, so, Kids
0: get kidnapped by Martians because yeah. they wanted to actually kidnap Santa as well so that they can something with Mars and have their kids yeah. grow up to be emotionally... It's really dumb. Like, it's really yeah. bad.
1: Yeah, so we're just going to scrap the entire thing, and it's going to become more of an uh, escape from New York. <laughs> Santa fight. Claus having to uh, fight
0: his way out with musical oh, yeah. Numbers. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like it. I like it.
1: <laughs>
2: or is it, does Santa
0: Claus have to fight his way out or is snake Plissken going to show up on Mars to save Santa Claus?
1: You know, why can't snake Plissken pretend to be Santa Claus? So it's actually escape from Mars. <laughs> so you as know, as they make him Ghost wear Santa suit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Go to Mars is terrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So I've got a couple that I want to try and reboot and I'm interested in your opinions on them. Obviously the first of them is since I like horror movies, uh, Black Christmas, of which we've seen three different versions. The most recent one tried to do a bit of a cultural update and make the girls fight back against the guys who were actually hunting them and some weird thing. Uh, the movies, like, they're, all of them are decent slasher flicks, but they're all very of their time period. Like, the original Black Christmas feels very pre-Halloween. It actually did inspire Halloween, but... When you have John Carpenter who refines the genre so well, anything that came before it, it's going to mm. feel a little dated by comparison because it doesn't have the the tone and the scares and the build-up the way that Halloween did. Meanwhile, the... Was it 2006 one, I think? That one just feels very post-Scream, and it's bad. And then the most recent one from a couple years ago, just from what I understand, I haven't had a chance to watch yet. I'm saving it for holidays uh, so I can do reviews of it for the website. The most recent one, like, was a decent setup, but fell apart in the back half. So, there is room to improve these movies. And I feel like, as we discussed with uh, Universal Monsters recently, horror is a very specific thing. You have to really develop it and really work, like, the tone and the style and the substance of the movie. You can't just have a bunch of sorority girls in a house and then have them get offed one by one. Because that's what most slasher flicks do, and most slasher flicks loo- lose the thread. You've got to be creative Don't, with the
2: Wait, 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 wait. What? Don't most soror- so sorority girls get off one by one?
0: <laughs> but in a different way.
1: freezing.
2: <laughs> oh.
0: right. Sometimes in a group. We're not judging them for how they live their lives.
2: Very rarely all happens at the same time. I'm just saying. But when it does, that's
0: a show. But... Well, the, so what the things that you need to do for a good Slash Flick, and having watched a ton of them for the last three years for the website, you need to limit the number of people that are actually going to be true characters in the movie. All the characters that are going to die need to be developed. So you got to spend the first 15 minutes with these sorority girls, the five or six that are going to be actually in the movie. You've got to actually spend time developing their characters and not just dropping them into simple tropes of mean girl or popular girl or cute girl. You actually have to give them... Character development. You don't wanna to have too many more char- characters that are actually gonna be substantive than those five or six. Uh like you can have some cops show up that the guy kills quickly off on the side. But the five or six that are really going to be substantive characters you need to develop and you need to limit it to that. Because the more characters you put in, the harder it is to actually develop all of them, and the more characters you put in, the faster the kills come, which means the tension doesn't actually build up. Because mm-hmm. once you have the character set, you gotta build tension. You've gotta amp up for a kill and not always have the kill. You've got to sometimes amp up for a kill and then go to a laugh before going to a kill. You then have to sometimes just go to the laugh without a kill. And occasionally, once you've gotten people off kilter enough that they can't always expect what's going to happen, sometimes you build the tension up and then kill people. That's... Slasher flicks don't tend to do that. So then then you can have your final girl who's being stalked by this guy who may or may not have any reason to be in the house could be an escaped killer that's i think the first one did that could be connected to one of the girls which i think the second one did that i would avoid the route of having an entire fraternity stalk the girls because that's like a slasher flick is better when you have one single killer that you can fight against and then hopefully survive so you have some hope at the end for whoever actually is left standing it's very hard to build a good slasher flick. I'd keep the bones of the idea of sorority girls being stalked by a single killer, but just about everything that the movies have done before this, I would change because none of them are very good slasher flicks. Yeah. So,
2: Fair th- enough. That's the first one. <laughs> I-, I don't watch enough slasher movies to care about sorority girls.
0: I mean, you have to get just enough character development that you do care.
2: What if we did a pitch perfect where they're singing, but they're slowly dying off? How would you like that?
0: I mean, oh, I if we can it. then end the franchise while we're at the same time, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Here we go. But that's my rant for slashers right there. The other one I was trying to develop was the Santa Claus, but only primarily yeah. because I don't like Tim Allen at this point, and I'd rather see anyone else in that role.
2: Understood. Mm-hmm. So Peter
0: Dinklage as one of the the primary elf that was originally played by the oh uh, the guy from Numbers and Ten Things I oh, can never me.
1: remember that name. I know who you're talking about. David Crumholtz. Yes. Yeah,
0: there yeah. we go. I mean, he's great in the movie. Don't get me wrong. He, his 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 elf is fantastic. But Peter Dinklage and never like yes, yes, he's short and he get he he had that great scene in Elf where he like yelled at the actual elf uh for like saying oh it's 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 a little person yeah no that's fine but like maybe don't even comment on that have all the other elves be tall and then just have Peter Dinklage because he adds such gravitas to it. Um. And then, trying to think who you cast as the new Santa.
1: It just sounds.
2: David Crumholtz. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, you could. That would be funny. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Um, uh, I
0: I like actually I like the idea that David Crumholtz's elf gets so tired of Santa's shit he just kills him and then takes the suit so he can do it properly.
2: I I like that idea. I really do. <laughs>
0: And then we get rid of Tim Allen in the process, which is so
1: nice. You can do I don't know, I think Paul Rudd would be great in that type oh, of role. Oh god,
0: yeah. A yes, Paul, Rugg, Paul Santa Rudd Santa Claus. Would be yeah. yeah. That and then you have the wit and charm of that little twinkle in his eye. Oh Paul Yeah. Rudd. <laughs> I'd watch it. I would. That'd be good. I'm watching
1: it in my mind right now.
0: I am, and it's so great. <laughs> we got any others? Any other uh holiday movies? Any other holidays we want to cover? Because I mean
2: They they don't really have a good Kwanzaa film. They don't really have a good. I mean, they have a handful of Hanukkah type films, but other than eight crazy nights, which are which is terrible, none of them are really good. I mean, you could go to Lifetime. You know, my favorite. um, I I wouldn't reboot it yet because it's just new. It's that new, but it has uh, Kurt Russell. He does the uh, uh, Santa Chronicles now with. his wife his wife yes i can't remember anybody's name goldie han and um they're doing a second one this year on netflix and i actually thought last year's was pretty decent so um yeah. i'm i'm looking forward to that cuz i like kirk kurt russell he's in my genre of film people so okay uh, i i like that but rebooting you know
0: yeah I don't feel, as a white person, I am qualified to reboot, to, to make a Kwanzaa film. I'm just putting that out there. That I want that said, to
1: be a Spike Lee joint.
0: I know, right, exactly. That said, I, Snoop Dogg. I, I think you could easily take a movie that already exists and swap out one holiday for another from Christmas to Kwanzaa and... Yeah, would qualify and that would be the whiz.
1: You're not wrong.
0: I'm not saying it's a good movie, but technically it's a Christmas movie because the opening sequence where yeah. Dorothy loses her dog, that's Christmas.
2: That's true.
1: Yep. I forgot about that, yeah.
0: Well, it's because most of us have forgotten about the whiz. It's
1: not that bad.
2: I like the whiz. But well,
1: you also hate musicals, Mike. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Anything that's a musical you're gonna hate. Like you probably didn't like Scrooge very much or or Scrooge the actual Broadway. Scrooge, or um, yeah, pretty much any Christmas movie that was written in the 1940s to 50s. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's mm-hmm. that's fair. I don't like most of those. But really, yeah. once you get past before a certain year, there's not a lot of movies I like from them anyway. Like, once you get b- before 1980, I start to tune out. And that's mostly because the 1970s films are so slow.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: They are. They are. And then before like, that, I, love- I just don't care.
1: Yeah, I love Planet of the Apes, but like I could edit out, like, an hour of that movie.
0: <laughs> there's, there's a good half an hour from Planet of the Apes, the first one you could edit out. There's a good yeah. hour and 15 minutes, the second one, with the nuclear missile in the underground layer. That one's really, like, half of an, a decent TV episode right there. Yeah. Most of them are kind of slow, and I love the Planet of the Apes movie.
2: Just, is, Planet, is Planet of the Apes considered a Christmas movie?
0: It could be. No, just... Why not? Yeah,
2: it's it's
0: Founders... It's oh, it's... Oh, uh, uh Yeah, Founder's Day, where they celebrate in in winter while they're all trapped in their, like, ape houses. uh, They celebrate the founding of ape culture with gifts and lights. And they sing songs. There you go.
2: Okay, sure. How the the
0: Grinch converted to Judaism.
2: (laughs) You know, to
1: be fair, the Grinch didn't hate Christmas. He hated the people.
0: He, That's true. Yes, which is true, and I'm okay with that.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, wow.
2: Well, okay. oh, wow. Okay.
0: Well, since I th- don't think we have any more holiday movies in us, uh, what
2: what is everybody's favorite Christmas movie?
0: I think down the row we would all say Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Die Hard. Um, Anna and the Apocalypse was not terrible. I liked it. I like um,
0: Go from David Leiden.
2: David, is that a Christmas movie?
0: David Dennis. Davis. I like, I like go from Lyman, the director Lyman, uh, who did like edge of tomorrow and so forth later. Uh, it, it is technically a Christmas movie. Yes, it is. Okay. It's also about kids going to clubs and doing drugs. It's a great Christmas movie. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> uh, I really, the, the thing I fall back on when I watch holiday stuff is the, uh, the tick Christmas episode. I like oh, that
1: one. Yeah. Yeah. I usually watch the, I watch Die Hard and I watch some of the Bob's Burgers Christmas episodes.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. And Elf. I like Elf. Elf too. is okay.
0: Elf is good. Elf doesn't need a reboot though because Elf is so new. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't do that. No.
2: I think I must be the only person on the planet who does not like Elf. Yeah.
1: You're, you're, you're not correct on
0: that one. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: Will Ferrell rubs me the wrong way, man. He generally oh, yeah.
0: rubs me the wrong way, too, and I hate most of his movies, but I like Elf.
1: Okay. He rubs me the right way. <laughs> I'm sure Gosh. he does,
0: Josh. Tell us more about that in the outtakes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I also really like Trading Places, too. I'm trying to think of movies that are kind of Christmas movies, but aren't.
0: Yeah, that are just yeah, vaguely
2: training-
1: connected. Yeah.
2: Trading Places is is set between Christmas and New Year's, so officially yeah. it is a Christmas movie. It, it's yeah. a holiday film. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. And there are yeah, a number yeah. of those that just are tangentially related. Again, The Wiz. Uh, mm-hmm. Just tangentially related. They take place around the time. And I think if you went and did a list, you'd find like hundreds of movies that are just vaguely set around the time. So oh, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, you have like Love Actually, that's kind of a oh. Christmas movie, but not. Right. I hate them. Uh,
2: Last Christmas with Amelia, Amelia. Clark. Yeah. Um, and um, that wasn't too bad. It was kind of cliche, but it wasn't too bad.
1: Yeah, you have. Uh, Is that the one where she
0: like falls in love with a ghost or something, and then realizes that they're all dying or some shit?
2: Sorry, spoiler alert. Yes, that's exactly what happens. Okay.
1: Thanks, Mike.
0: Well, you gotta watch it. <laughs> no. There you go.
2: You should. It's cute.
0: Neither right. was anyone else.
2: <laughs> I already watched it. I know.
0: So. I know.
2: <laughs> yeah, but Love Actually, and well, what's that holiday film with Cameron Diaz? I don't usually like Cameron Diaz and anything oh, either, the, but actually, that movie was pretty decent. The, the holiday movie you thinking of is called yeah. The
0: Holiday, yeah. yeah. The Holiday, okay. yeah. That was okay. That was okay. Again, vaguely related. Like anything set during winter time can be vaguely related. So. You just slap some Judaism in there, you put some candles in the background, it'll be fun. <laughs> it, it works great.
2: That's what we do for Christmas. <laughs> yep. Me too.
0: <laughs> Setting up your festivist movies. You know,
1: yeah.
0: I know it's a Seinfeld joke, but there need to be more festivist movies.
2: I agree. They do. Yes. they do. Yeah. I agree.
0: Yeah. I don't know I don't yeah. know of what story you do for it, but yeah, festivist movies.
2: Somebody um somebody was saying, What should we do for Yule? I said, We have an entire golf course. We could just light a tree on fire and roll it down.
0: I mean, if you're doing Yule, you just watch Yule Brenner movies.
2: Oh, I see. I'm sorry, I've been doing Yule wrong this entire time. It's
0: Yule tide. All the Yule Brenner movies.
2: <laughs> there's only one I'm aware of. What are the other ones?
0: Oh, there's The King and I, and there's Westworld, and there's Future World. That's three.
2: Wow, okay. That's like, that is a whole day. Okay.
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: if you watch Future World, it is going to feel like a whole day.
1: Oh. You forgot the Ten Commandments. That's like a big one, too, man.
0: I haven't ever watched that movie.
2: But he's in it. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's, uh, he, he, he I <laughs> feel Pharaoh. like if you
0: start watching like the Ten Commandments though on Christmas, you're celebrating the wrong holiday right there. It's
1: <laughs> Passover <laughs> Christmas, it's all the same.
0: <laughs> wow. On it's that a note holiday. Yeah, on that note, this has been Not So life from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein.
1: Josh, it's all the same in the Dark Schaefer.
2: And Conthagore the Christmas Dragon, Queen B.